Good morning. You're listening to AM 1240, 94.1 KCRK, 92.1 KCRK, 94.1 AM 1240 KCVL. I'm a little off this morning. It's Friday, and it's only 10 degrees. When I first got up this morning, it was 6. Very cold. There will be a community Thanksgiving traditional meal at the Colville Ag Trade Center hosted by the Colville Community Church and Community Partners. It will be a full turkey dinner with all the fixings this year. will also be a sit-down meal, something that hasn't happened since the COVID-19 crisis shut down indoor events. The meal will be served from 1130 until 1230 on Thanksgiving Day. So be sure to get there on time because they are going exactly one hour in length. And here is a message to the community from the Kettle Falls Community Chest, otherwise known as the Food Bank. My name is Tina Rubio. I'm the director of the Kettle Falls Food Bank. The Kettle Falls Food Bank is open Monday through Thursday from 10 to 2. They can drop off food and donations anytime during that. If they'd like to give cash donations, they can mail a check or anything to P.O. Box 1145 in Kettle Falls. And we're always appreciative of anything we can get, especially during the holidays. Currently, things have been picking up again around the food bank. We're getting low on food because it's so expensive and our distributors like Second Harvest aren't able to to deliver food to us. Our client numbers are getting back up there again because of no longer getting all the extra from COVID relief funds. And currently, the Kettle Falls Food Bank is in the middle of our swag sales. So if anybody's interested in purchasing any swags, they can contact us here at the food bank. We'll have some extras. And for the month of December, we're going to try and hand out baking items for our clients so they can bake cookies and stuff for the holidays. And hopefully that will be something we can continue every year from now on. Basically, at the Kettle Falls Food Bank, we'll take any donation of food items that are not opened. We do take expired items. We have an outdated shelf that clients can pick items off at their own discretion. But for our baking items and stuff, we're hoping to get, you know, like chocolate chips and flour and sugar, anything that people would use to bake cookies for the holidays and that type of thing. We always take canned goods. We always take fresh produce. We take, you know, any type of dairy that's not extremely outdated. Just a reminder to all the Kettle Falls Food Bank clients that the food bank will be closed the last two weeks of December for the Christmas break. We will still provide food, but they have to be here by the 15th. We are a volunteer business. think it's appropriate that our volunteers get to spend time with their families. They can contact us at telephone number 738-2326. They are taking donations and will be closed the last two weeks in December. Their phone number is 509-738-2326. Experience, technology, satisfaction, a written warranty, and over 30 years experience. That's what makes Davis Auto Rebuild stand out from the rest. At Davis Auto Rebuild, customers are our number one priority, and we realize how difficult it is to be without your vehicle. So we make it easier for you with loaner and rental cars, and also help with your insurance claims. Call Davis Auto Rebuild at 684-3137 or stop in at 1175 South Main in Colville and see the Davis Auto Rebuild difference. There will be a Thanksgiving meal in the town of Northport on the 24th, next Thursday. Here are all the details on that and a bit about their weekly senior meal program. Mark Harding, the president of Northport 
community preservation and restoration. We're going to be doing a Thanksgiving meal. We usually start that at 2 p.m., and that's open to the whole community. And that'll also be at Northport Bible Church CE building at 5th and Center Avenue, which is downtown Northport. There'll be donations accepted. Some folks will like to bring their own special meal or dish. We don't discourage that at all. And again, that's at 2 p.m. And there's no age limit. Anybody's welcome. Thanksgiving Day. I'd like to talk about our Senior Meals program. Senior Meals has served seniors hot meals for more than a decade in Northport. And now we are under new management since 2019. And we've raised our attendance to between 40 and 60 meals served every week, including in-house at Northport Bible Church's CE building, 124 Fifth Street, which is Cross's center, as well as takeout and delivery. Area seniors and their guests of any age are welcome to attend and experience a sit-down, great-tasting meal at 4 p.m. with all the community fellowship and conversation. For some, it's their only chance at that, and for everyone, it's something they look forward to as a highlight of their week. The last few years have been quite generous to us with food donations, including from food banks. But times have changed, and with less donated food, We've had to depend on cash donations from the seniors. We'd like to keep our suggested donation for the meals at $4 and invite others to help fill a gap by donating to us. Contact me, Mark Harding, at 509-675-6590 about joining us for dinner or donating. Bon appétit. The Thanksgiving Day meal is open to everyone. The Senior Meal Program is every Thursday from 4 to 6 p.m. in the Northport Bible Church CE Building at 124 Fifth Avenue in Northport. The entrance is on 5th Street just off Center Avenue, uh, State Route 25. 55 and older are welcome. Life is best lived in motion. A Automotive Tire Pros will help keep you on the road, making sure you're ready for any adventures life throws your way. Between November 1st and November 30th, receive a $70 Visa prepaid card with the purchase of a set of four qualifying passenger Continental tires. A Automotive Tire Pros is your one-stop shop for all your automotive repair needs and tire service. A Automotive Tire Pros. Love the drive. See store for complete details. Offer ends 11-30-22. Void where prohibited. There will be... A Northport sharing tree to help the kids further north have a full Christmas experience. Here are more details on that event. I'm Rebecca Everson, and with my mother, Sandra Everson, we've been heading up the tree of sharing for about five years in Northport, called Northport Sharing Tree. We do gifts for low-income families in our community and the surrounding area for Christmas. And we love to do stockings as well. We normally help between 50 to 70 children each year for Christmas. The families are anywhere from one child up to eight children in one family. We just pass out the slips to the food bank here locally and the school and then put the word out digitally and receive the information from families that are in need. 
And then we make little slips for people to pick up at the barn in Northport and also Rivertown Grill. They can go do the shopping themselves if they'd like to. The kids have some needs on there and then also some wants. And when we get all the gifts together by the 15th from everyone, we make sure that we have equal gifts for all the children and families. And then we fill in the holes of needs of slips left behind, you know, buy a couple extra if there's uneven gifts in families so that each child receives the same amount. So there's two ways for people to help us in Northport. One is if they reach out to me, I can give them slips digitally if they're not able to drive up this far. And we can also make pickups in Colville to bring the gifts back to our area. Another way that they can help is I just set up a GoFundMe page on Northport Sharing Tree Facebook, or I also have information for them to mail checks to Northport Sharing Tree. We are an official nonprofit, so we can do tax exemptions for people. And those funds buy all the stockings, and we do wonderful stockings for kids and then you know fill in in those extra holes and needs or if someone just doesn't want to do the shopping themselves we make it happen we have such a wonderful community locally and people have a heart of giving and so with reaching out people step up to the plate and they help and we so appreciate it you can go to northport sharing trees page and all my contact information is on there or you can give me a call directly or text me at 509-690-0085 we will also have information on the Colville Tree of Sharing for you that will be getting underway next Monday. In the time for the holidays, a new poll from Pemco Mutual Insurance reveals that Northwest residents are getting into the holiday spirit sooner than they used to, but most still agree that decking the halls for the holidays, whether in stores or at home, shouldn't happen until thing after Thanksgiving. According to a survey of Seattle and Portland residents, more than a quarter of respondents, 28%, say they're shopping for the holidays earlier now compared to five years ago. About half, 49%, report that their holiday shopping starts around the same time as it has in the past. In Seattle, women are almost twice as likely as men to say they are ramping up their holiday shopping earlier than they used to with 36 percent of female shoppers getting a head start on their wish lists compared to just 19 percent of men who say the same similarly in portland 31 percent of women are embracing an earlier start to their seasonal shopping while only 22 percent of men in portland do the same Though it seems that retailers embrace the holidays earlier and earlier each year, the Pemco poll found that more than half of Northwest residents believe that the soonest stores should start decorating for the holidays is after Thanksgiving. However, women once again are more eager to get into the holiday spirit with nearly one in three Seattleites saying it's okay for stores to start decorating for the winter holidays right after Halloween. Meanwhile, 60% of men in Seattle think stores should wait until after Thanksgiving to start pulling out the holiday decor. That lines up with how the majority of Northwest residents prefer to spread holiday cheer as well. About half of all respondents claim that they start celebrating the holidays right after Thanksgiving, and almost one in three respondents say they don't start celebrating until mid-December. We'll have news from around the region coming up.
Sandra's Furniture is starting their Black Friday sale early this year. Save up to 60% off store-wide on furniture, mattresses, and accessories for your home with queen mattresses starting at $2.99. Plus, get up to 12 months special financing with your good credit. And Sandra's Outlet has Ashley Furniture up to 50% off right now. Sandra's offers delivery and set up to the Tri-County area plus Spokane. Shop the Black Friday sale going on now at Sandra's Furniture and Sandra's Outlet, downtown Colville. Autopsies have been completed on the bodies of four University of Idaho students who were found dead inside a rental house near campus on Sunday, and the results show that all of them were stabbed to death. That's according to Latah County Coroner Kathy Mubbett. The bodies have been released to their families. The killings have shaken people in Moscow, a college town of 25,000 residents located in the Idaho Panhandle. Police have said they do not yet have a suspect or a murder weapon. A defendant accused of a vicious sex traffic of vicious tra sex trafficking in Seattle pleaded not guilty Thursday in a case that came to light after prosecutors say a 20-year-old woman was rescued by a rideshare driver who engaged in a gunfight with the man Winston Burt, 30 who uses the street name Dice Capone, appeared in King County Superior Court and was ordered to remain held on $750,000 bail for charges that include human trafficking, promoting prostitution, assault, and drive-by shooting. His attorney, Carl Will, declined to comment on the case. Authorities say the woman who was eventually rescued first tried to escape by jumping nearly naked out of a third-story window. She suffered a broken leg and other injuries. U.S. officials have announced a five-year, $40 million agreement with the conservation group Trout Unlimited to improve watersheds on national forests and grasslands containing key habitat for trout and salmon. The U.S. Forest Service said Wednesday the agreement includes cleaning up abandoned mines, removing barriers to fish passage, and stream habit, other stream habitat improvements. The agency said the money comes from the $1 trillion Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act signed by President Joe Biden last year. The agency says that more than 40% of trout streams in the U.S. flow through nearly 200 million acres of national forests and grasslands. U.S. regulators have approved a plan Thursday to demolish four dams on a, on a California river and open up hundreds of miles of salmon habitat that would be the largest dam removal and river restoration project in the world when it goes forward. The Federal Energy Regulatory Commission's unanimous vote on the Lower Klamath River dams is the last majority regulatory hurdle and the biggest milestone for a $500 million demolition proposed proposal championed by Native American tribes and environmentalists for years. The project would return the lower half of California's second largest river to a free-flowing state for the first time in more than a century. Native tribes that rely on the Klamath River and its salmon for their way of life have been dr a driving force behind bringing the dams down in a wild and remote area that spans the California and Oregon border. Barring any unforeseen complications, Oregon, California, and the entirety 
formed to oversee the project will accept the license transfer and could begin dam removal as early as this summer, proponents said. Pacific Corps would have had to invest hundreds of millions of dollars in fish ladders, fish screens, and other conservation upgrades under environmental regulations that were not in place when the aging dams were first built. But with the deal approved Thursday, the utility's cost is capped at $200 million with another $250 million from a California voter-approved water bond. Approval of the order to surrender the dam's operating license is the bedrock of the most ambitious salmon restoration plan in history and the project scope measured by the number of dams and amount of river, river habitat that would reopen to salmon makes it the largest of its kind in the world. More than 300 miles of salmon habitat in the Kalamath River and its tributaries would benefit. The decision is in line with a trend toward removing aging and outdated dams across the U.S. as they come up for license renewal and confront the same government-mandated upgrade costs as the Klamath River dams would have had. Across the U.S., 1,951 dams have been demolished as of February, including 57 in 2021. American Rivers said most of those have come down in the past 25 years as facilities age and come up for relicensing. Commissioners called on, Thurs on Thursday called the decision momentous and historic and spoke of the importance of taking the action during the National Native American Heritage Month because of its importance in restoring salmon and reviving the river that has at the heart of that is at the heart of the culture of several tribes in the region. We'll have sports and weather coming up. A forest health message to all timber landowners. Insects, disease, and suppressed stands of timber have created an unhealthy forest environment that is susceptible to wildfire. Forest health is a concern to our community and to us at Vaughan Brothers Lumber. To discuss the possible options available for your timberland, call our experienced forestry team at 509-684-5071 for a free on-site consultation or look us up on the web at www.vagenbrothers.com. We have Cougar football coming up tomorrow. We'll have that game for you on AM 1240, 94.1 KCVL. The Washington State takes on Arizona down in Tucson. Pre-game starts at 9 o'clock in the morning. Kickoffs at 11 Cougar basketball, on, we'll have that up for you on Monday as well on KCVL. It's a, against Eastern Washington, the Eagles. Pre-game starts at 5.30. Tip-off is at 6 o'clock. Seahawks have the week off. It's their bye week after their game in Munich last week. Their next up, their, their game next up is... Uh, November 27th, the following Sunday, they take on the Las Vegas Raiders. Pre-game starts at 11, kickoffs at 105. We'll have that game for you on 92.1 KCRK. Today's local weather forecast is brought to you by Easy Knit Fabrics, who's celebrating their 53rd anniversary with a tremendous sale you don't want to miss. Stop in at the corner of 2nd and Main. They're open from 10 until 5, Monday through Saturday.
We're going to see sunny skies today with highs only reaching 32 degrees. It'll be chilly tonight. We'll see mostly clear skies with lows around 5. Tomorrow, we will wake up to patchy fog in the morning, mostly sunny skies with a high near 34. Uh, tomorrow night, we'll have partly cloudy skies with lows around 6. Sunday, we will wake up again to patchy fog in the morning, otherwise partly sunny skies with a high near 34. Sunday night, mostly cloudy with a low around 12. For Monday, we will see partly sunny skies with a high near 36. Monday night, mostly cloudy with a low around 21. Then for Tuesday, we will see a chance of snow in the early afternoon, and then it'll mix to a rain and snow kind of mix. Cloudy with a high near 36. Then for Tuesday night, we'll see a 20% chance of more snow in the late evening hours. Cloudy skies with a low around 24. On Wednesday, we will see a chance of rain and snow, mostly cloudy with a high near 38. On Wednesday night, a 30% chance of continued snow with the snow level at 1,800 feet. Cloudy skies, lows around 26. And for Thanksgiving Day, we will see a slight chance of rain and snow. The snow level will be a rising from 2,100 feet to 3,500 feet in the afternoon. We'll have cloudy skies with a high near 40 degrees. Don't miss EasyKnit Fabrics 53rd anniversary sale happening now at the corner of 2nd and Main. I want to thank you for joining me this morning. For news, I'm Ben Carpenter. You've been listening to KCBL KCRK.